What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Calling the Dogs with Chancey and She. Uh, this is going to be a little different episode. Um, so as it, as it is right now, um, there is a hurricane that's currently passing right over me. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm actually sitting in my house in the dark. So, Chi, uh, you're going to have to be my guiding light today. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be a little bit different, and we apologize. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Chancey gave you a little disclaimer there, but we're working with what we uh, what we can, and it's not going to be as good a quality as usual. But that doesn't mean that the information is going to be low quality. We're going to try to keep it up there, even though Chancey can't even look at his notes right now. So oh, all I can see is all I can see is my my candlelight. That's all I have. <laughs> you, you've you've got the candlelight and the phone, and we're making a Colin Dogs podcast. Uh, it doesn't matter, you know, come hell or high water, we're doing it. Uh, and there's literally high water where you are. So let's uh, everybody just kind of keep praying for that situation um, with Hurricane Michael coming in. But uh, we're going to hop on to the dogs and uh, see what we can get. Uh, you 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 were able to take in the, the Vandy game last week from afar. Where, where were you at again? So, yeah, so I was uh, I was actually in Boston uh, for, for a meeting and uh, – and like I kind of mentioned last time, there were some there were some uh, some bulldogs that always go to this this meeting, a lot of Georgia pharmacists and that kind of thing. And so I always like to find a spot. Well, there's actually this really cool bar in Boston uh, called Cleary's, and I think the owner is actually a bulldog alumni. And so they actually block off the back of the bar for every game, and they invite the UGA alumni association, the Boston chapter, up there. So I got to watch the game in Boston with like. 60 people and um, had like a great atmosphere. It was in, and it was, the cool thing was too, is in the middle of the Red Sox Yankees game, like in, in, in like deep Boston. And so we, but we still had like 50, 60 dog fans watching this game. So, I mean, it was just kind of surreal. It was like, it was basically like a bar in Athens and uh, we were right in the heart of Boston. So it was, it was, it was pretty cool. I didn't think we were going to get that, but uh, if you ever in Boston during a dog's game, go to Cleary's, you literally flash your G and they'll say, I'll take you right this way. And then they'll, they'll bring you back there and they have their own dog menu and everything. It's, I mean, it's just a cool, it's a it was a cool experience. I, I really enjoyed it. So, and obviously well, what, we had a good game too. What's a, what, what's the name of again? Cleary's? Cleary's. So C L E R Y S. And it's just kind of a little, you would there, they literally, they hang a Georgia flag, like they hang a, a Georgia big G uh, the power G on a flag outside. And that's like the only thing that you would be able to notice. I mean, it's in a very, you would walk right by it if you didn't know it was there. Um, so it was a really cool little, uh, we got to watch it with a bunch of dog fans. So it was fun. Heck yeah, man. Dude, that's awesome. I, obviously, as you know, uh, we, we were in town and we went to the game uh, and we, Basically, so we didn't we didn't put on the Briner tailgate this time around. Uh, in fact, Aubrey got invited to sit in a box, so that's pretty cool. Uh, but the, you know, the, the peasants like me, we instead of tailgating uh, the traditional way, we went we went downtown, and I, I don't know if I've ever really done this before, but we went downtown and went to Mellow before the game, and uh, I I got back in town and I was like, boom, let's let's get out get over there. So we went to Mellow and. Had us a few pictures, ate us some pizza, uh, and then we went and joined some other of our friends in another tailgate. So, wound up being a a, a really long day because uh, I had, I mean, like I said last time, I, I had to work in the morning, and uh, it was a long day, but it was a very fun day. And I I think I'm still tired from that Saturday. So, 
Um, I've got to get my rest though, uh, and we'll talk about this a little bit later. But I got to get my rest because I'll be Baton Rouge, actually New Orleans bound tomorrow about five ten. That's when my flight flies out, so I'm pretty pumped about that. You bastard. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I know you're upset, and I don't blame you. That, that's whatever. But, but but what were your what were your thoughts about Bandy game? Yeah, so I mean, you know, we'll we'll try to keep this fairly short. And I know that's. I mean, I can. We're kind of our quality, our audio quality. We're 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 kind of working with what we got. But I mean, so here's here's what I'll run down with Bandy real quick. First of all, uh, as as you saw, I mean, Jake Fromm had a phenomenal game. Uh, I, I'd say it was his best game of the year. I think it was his highest passing yardage total. Had three touchdowns and some of his, I mean, his accuracy is what I mean. That's what impresses me the most, and I think that's what is starting to catch the eye of you know people around the nation. And then I mean, people are putting him back on the Heisman. He he's doesn't have a ton of yardage, but and 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 he doesn't have. I mean, I think he has what twelve touchdowns on the season, something like that. Um, but he's still he's still like producing and, and doing things in such an efficient manner that I think people are putting him up there in the Heisman consideration, at least on the short list of maybe fifteen. Uh, but he finally, I think they listened to the podcast again because he finally threw some balls across the middle. So I was excited about that. Uh, but we used the tight ends a little bit more. Uh, I mean, all in all, I mean it was kind of what we were, you and I were asking for. You know, let's get a little bit more polished. I mean, I felt like. The defense looked really good. I, I thought that, I mean, some of the new guys came in and really turned on. Channing Tindall is, I think he was the second highest tackler in that game. And I'm sure that was mostly like mop-up. And, you know, honestly, I, I, I was pretty pumped to see that, you know, Tay Crowder had a good day. And, and we had a bunch of, we had some decent pressure on the quarterback and had a lot of disruption in the backfield. I mean, we had four tackles for loss, one sack on the day, but, we also had six pass deflections, which is interesting because I think more and more defensive linemen are being taught that they need to, if they can't get to the quarterback, put your hands up. Let's, you know, deflect the pass and you know disrupt the play that way. So it's um it's gonna be uh it's gonna be interesting moving forward. I mean, we got our hands full this week, but uh, you got any more thoughts about Vanderbilt? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think we started moving in the right direction. And sorry if you can. Uh... I don't know if you can hear the train in the background, but that's what happens in Hayhower. Um, there's a uh, – I thought we were moving in the right direction. I think uh, I think kind of like you mentioned, they're doing everything that we told them to and, and from really starting to pick it up. I mean, we were really starting to hit our passes and we're just, just airing it out, just opening it up and letting him do his thing. Um, defensively, we started to see – those more dominating, uh, seeing those three and outs. But the run defense is still kind of – there, there were still some gashes, um, so we've got to tighten that up. Um, but I, I was proud of our, our protection. Um, we're proud of our, our, our pass rush and, and trying to get after get after the quarterback. So, I mean, I, I felt like we were moving the right way. Our discipline's still off. I mean, that what I've noticed more and more is just the, these penalties, these dumb penalties, these, these illegal formations, these – after the play, like these personal fouls, that kind of crap is not going to fly with this gauntlet that we're about to go through. I mean, we're, we haven't hit the meat of our season at all. I mean, we thought South Carolina was going to be it, but we're, we're just getting started. And, the, and these little things, those 15-yard penalties, that doesn't mean much against Vanderbilt. I mean, you can just out-talent out them. But when we start getting to these defenses like LSU, they have to go into Jacksonville 
and then have have Auburn at home and heck freaking Kentucky. We can't have these 15-yard penalties and, and drive killers because against LSU, there's no telling how many drives that we'll have. I mean, it's going to be a, a, a knockout, drag-out kind of game. Um, so, so the discipline is the main thing I'm concerned about. Uh, if we can tighten that up, I, I don't think we'll have a problem because once we started opening up, once we started passing more, we started seeing that, oh, yeah, we, can, we, we opened up our run game. Swift had a great game. It was good to see him finally get into open field and make some plays and um so I mean I, I was offensively I felt better uh, I felt a lot better I felt like we started doing what we needed to and maybe we're just kind of getting comfortable with opening up the playbook a little more um but but to me it's just about tightening up and, and we we started to tighten up but we're not there yet so that's that's kind of that's kind of my general consensus about the whole thing. Yeah, and and Kirby has really been hammering down on this on this discipline thing and because I mean, it's something that he's he brought in with him, and, and I mean, it's a foundation of who he is as a coach. And I mean, we have been we have not been playing very disciplined lately, so I'm sure he's been kind of trying to ingrain that in them in them this week and with practice. And I, let's be honest, uh, this 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 practice week has probably been the most intense of the year. So um, I hope they kind of you know, like you said, they kind of polish off some of those things and fix fix some issues there. Um, I had a few quick uh, players of the game. I'll just kind of list them off because we don't have a ton of time. Uh, I, I think from best game of the year, uh, I, I give the whole offensive line a pretty solid uh, – they had a pretty solid go around last weekend. So, I'll give them the uh, players of the game. And then uh, I got – man, Monty Rice has been a pleasant surprise lately since he's been back from injury. And then uh, Richie LeCount, he uh, he had another big game coming up and, and smacking people in the mouth. So, um, without further ado, unless you, you you have something to add to that, I mean, I I think we can jump into LSU since we don't have, like I said, a ton of time. Well, I was just going to say it was good to see Swift uh, making some plays. I mean, that was what I yeah. I wanted to see, and just seeing him, uh, that was the first real time that we've seen him uh, do what he do what he needs to do, and so I'm excited to see him this week and um, really all of the uh, all of the uh, um, all of the receivers and what they were doing um it was it was good to see that so let's but yeah. with that let's go ahead and hop in <laughs> i love the background noise it's great <laughs> <laughs> got a train what happens when you're dealing with, that's what happens when you're dealing with hurricane damage so- sounds of hey Hira. yeah we're, we're if if you missed it at the beginning we're we're recording this and chancy's uh we've had to do this the day after and we're on we're on LTE right now. Things are getting crazy. Uh, so I'm gonna just list off a few players to watch for for LSU, and then we can kind of talk about the you know the matchup itself. But basically on offense, I mean you got to look out for number four Nate Brissett. I mean he's got 576 yards rushing on the season. He's got eight touchdowns. Everybody knows that he is a weapon. Uh, and then their best receiver, as everybody knows, is number two Justin Jefferson. Uh, he's Jordan Jefferson's little brother. Um, and then uh, QB number nine, Joe Burrow, uh, is our, our our good friend Todd uh, likes to say that, that guy's trash. But uh, let's hope he's trash this weekend. I don't care if he's a trash uh, any other week. So let's uh, let's get to him. Let's harass him, kind of thing. But on defense, uh, they got three pretty solid linebackers. As I mean, as LSU's known for their li- outside linebackers and their their safeties. Uh, so basically, number forty, Devin White, solid outside linebacker. Uh, there's two other ones. There's that Michael Divinity, I think is his name, and then he's number 45, and then Jacob Phillips, number six. 
Um, Divinity likes to get the quarterback. They're going to send him off the edge. And then they're also going to send a lot of corner blitzes, what I, is what I've seen from them. Uh, number nine, uh, he's a safety. His name is Grant Delpit. I think is how you say it. Um, yeah, him at number one, like to sneak off the edge and come get us, uh, and as well as number 22. So they're going to be sending corner blitzes is one thing that I've seen. And, I mean, they like to send the safety too. I mean, I think right now – one of the biggest things that we're going to have to have on offense is Jake Fromm's going to have to be quick on his on his feet, man. He's going to have to know, he's going to have to know when guys are coming, check off, and be able to get those hot routes over to Miko or whoever's coming across the middle. It's going to be really important, and and you know us being able to sustain some drives going down the field. Well, well, what have you? Um, I mean, I know you've been able to do a little little research on them. I wanted to see kind of what are your thoughts on what you've seen from them so far offensively. Um, in the games that they've already played so far? Well, two things that, I mean, if you stop Brissett, which is, I mean, it's going to be, we're going to be hard pressed. We've got guys, we got too many guys injured right now on the defensive line. Uh, David Marshall's supposed to be out for this game. And, I mean, people, he's been kind of an unsung hero lately, but, I mean, he's, he's really filled in a lot of those gaps on the defensive line. And then uh, apparently Daquan Hawkins Muckles is having some trouble with, with a couple of injuries, too. Um, we don't need that. We need as many fresh bodies because Brissett has to be stopped. If you don't stop him, this game might be a shootout. Uh, and then on top of that, Joe Burrow, I think he's I, he's an he's an average quarterback. I don't think he's anything special. The only reason he's got a ton of uh, offensive yards or passing yards this season is they like to stretch the field, which is big because that's what they do. They'll do a little – I mean, of course, Brissett – they run the play action. So, Brissett gets his, his hard yards early, and then maybe they get a second and short, and they'll just toss it downfield to Jefferson uh, along the sideline or, you know, a long streaking route across the field. So, basically, two things is, I mean, just you stop both those two guys, or, you, sorry, you stop Brissett and you get to Burrow and, and get after him. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that we can match or best LSU's defense but there's also no doubt in my mind that our offense is much better. So basically, as long as our defense plays to par with LSU's defense or better, then we should have no problem in this game. But, you know, of course, I'm still nervous as hell. I've, I haven't been this nervous this whole year. And obviously, that's because we haven't played anybody but South Carolina. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm every day I wake up and I say, thank God, this is not a night game. Yeah, <laughs> that's part, that's a that's a lot of a lot of me right now. But I mean, I I think our run defense is getting better. Uh, my main concern is we've still every now and then they get some gashes in there, and um, every team we've played has had a few gash and run plays. And LSU's got the best run game of anybody we've played so far. So I mean, it's I'm just I'm afraid of them busting one loose and, and getting deep into the secondary. Um, I mean, you you LSU does that a few times and that leaves us open, like you said, to the deep threat, kind of stretching the field a little bit. Um, we'll bite on the play action. So, I mean, that's my main concern. I mean, as long as we can kind of keep that run game under control, Joe Burrow doesn't concern me uh, as much as that run game setting them up for, for something. Uh, and But I think our secondary can handle it, obviously. We've uh, we've got the best man in the game with, uh, with Baker. Um, so, I, I mean, I feel – I feel good, kind of like you said, in that regard. Uh, defensively, I think if we can just maintain that run defense, that 
that would make me feel a lot better. I mean, because special teams wise, I mean, we've we've kind of harped on that all year. I think we're a, we're a top talent when it comes to a top a top team when it comes to special teams. Um, so I, I feel good about if we can. I know we haven't had to punt a lot recently, but if we have to get into some field position, uh, the field position Duke out at the beginning, I, I feel like we can. Camardo will be able to do what he needs to, and, and we'll we can we can obviously hit the long field goal. We're not worried about that. So, um, I think the main thing is that run defense for me. That's that's kind of my my main concern. Once we kind of go toe to toe with these boys at the line of scrimmage, um, they've they've got some they've got some horses up front. So, uh, I'm I'm just hoping we can get some get at least some just general penetration um, and and to try to to try to mess something up, but. I'm I'm nervous too, man. I'm uh, I'm getting I'm getting worked up. Uh, this, it ain't, it's it's I got that rumbly in my tumbly feeling <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, it ain't it ain't it ain't going real good. Yeah, I uh, you know it's weird. I mean, we haven't had a season in a long time where you go six six games into the season, halfway through the regular season, and and still not have felt this kind of nervousness before a game. I mean, of course we've played a couple, I mean, we played Missouri close or fairly close for a little bit. I mean, there was a little bit of like anxiety with that uh, game, but for the most part, we really hadn't had to worry about anything. So I've, I've been kind of missing it myself. Like it, you know, you're supposed to feel nervous going in the game, feel a little butterflies, be excited and like, you know, uh, want a dog fight kind of thing. But, uh, you know, this, this one's going to be it. Death Valley's, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm not terrified. And I think we have the better team. There's no doubt in my mind that that place, they got voodoo magic down there. So that's what scares me. Um, yeah, they literally, they literally have voodoo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's, yeah. there's, there's voodoo very close to there. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even like talking about it. It creeps me out. Uh, quick, quick defensive comparison as far as yards for a game goes. Uh, just to kind of give you, I mean, LSU's, LSU's played a better slate. Uh, I think Florida, what Florida did with them is exactly what I was saying earlier. They they just had to get after Burrow, you know, throw him off his game, and then they stopped Brissett. After, actually, it took like a quarter or maybe a half before they started stopping Brissett. But basically, LSU's defense has given up 343 yards per game. Uh, our defense has given up 283. So right now we're we're in the top ten defensively in, in at least in that stat, and then uh, LSU is somewhere in like thirties. Uh, you know, don't don't buy too much into that. I think that's like I said, that's more of an opponent thing. But still, I mean, our defense is, is very underrated. But we, I'm very concerned about getting, losing those guys in the defensive line. So if as long as we can get some guys that fill in there, Jordan Davis is going to be. We're going to need him in this game. He's got to be be able to fill that line, but we've got to be able to be substituting fresh bodies in there the whole time. So hopefully some of those guys are going to be healthy by Saturday. Um, I'm thinking Hawkins Muckle might be. So, um, But, yeah, I, I think our biggest concern is, you know, let's let's be able to get after the quarterback and then let's, you know, make sure Fromm, Fromm's got to be sharp. He's got to be able to see those safety blitzes coming off. And also on top of that, whenever they are bringing an extra blitzer, I mean, we our tight end's got to be able to fill that hole too, and make sure they know their assignment. And uh, let me let me just I quick shout out to Charlie Werner because he uh, he you know I was talking bad about him earlier, and damn if he didn't he blocked his butt off last last weekend. So I'm glad glad he uh, glad he did that, and he's really turning it on, man. So um, I I think man, whew, 
I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think one thing, too, is that th- this time last year, I mean, this team had been tested. I mean, we went into South Bend. We had played in some big games. Um, and so it's almost like you had to grow up quick. Well, well this team, I mean, Missouri's a good team, but you can't – you can't tell me that the team doesn't get focused when you have to go play South Bend compared to when they have to go play Missouri. I mean, and so I think that I think that now this could go one of two ways that these guys kind of say we're going into Death Valley, we're going into Baton Rouge for one of our biggest SEC games of the of the year, um, and this is going to be the type of environment that you come to Georgia to play in. So this is our time to this is our time to shine, or that these young guys kind of cave to the cave to the pressure so i mean it's it's really what which how are we going to respond to how are our young guys going to respond to that and i think our lack of leadership up to this point is the one thing that concerns me either some guys are going to step up and become those those guys to lead our boys on the field or we're just gonna we're gonna kind of be up the creek and um and and because we're gonna get our mouth we're gonna get punched in the mouth this weekend and, and so it's gonna be how do you are you gonna Are you gonna punch them back? And and so that that to me is from the from a thirty thousand foot view. That's the that's the game changer here because up until this point we have just out talented everybody. I mean right. we've we've just we've just basically out conditioned them and just beat them to a pulp to the point that they can't. Which is great. Like obviously, like you, if even if you're not playing well and you just literally you're just that much better than them. Over, I'm okay with that. Uh, but when you start, when we start getting into these games, like we've, these next few games, uh, we're we're gonna have to we're we're gonna have to have our have all of our uh, T's crossed and our I's dotted because uh, these these are these are some not to say LSU some kind of powerhouse. I mean, I, I personally think they've been overrated, obviously up to this point. But um, but it's but it's them and them and Death Valley is a whole different different ball game. So it's just gonna be how our boys respond to the adversity that's right and i mean you know aside from the injuries i mean this is going to be the first game that the dogs are going to come in full strength i mean we're i'm talking like you know there's every game except for missouri we've had our third second third maybe even fourth stringers playing in the fourth quarter uh and for like the majority of the fourth quarter if not into the third quarter so i i think people are just thinking okay like they're not even blowing out these teams that they should like as much as they should and they're not even watching the ball game I mean they're just seeing the score and the box score and then you know making an opinion based off of that I think I think we have the better team and uh I mean I don't know if you've seen this but the Vegas line came out at favoring us by seven and now it's moved up to seven and a half and it might even be at eight right now so I'm just like you know there's obviously that is making the difference and making them believe that, you know, we do have a better team, even if it is in Death Valley. So, um, man, I'm so real quick. Yeah. I mean, my plans for the game or I'm, I'm going, we're leaving, we're flying out at five ten today. We're going down there. We're doing me and my wife and, and uh, Tyler and his wife are, are going to uh, New Orleans first doing a night in New Orleans and we're heading Baton Rouge. And let me tell you, I, I'm going to be wearing red the whole time. Uh, might take several jerseys, uh, several polos. Uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a fight. I'm pumped about it. Been looking forward to this trip for literally a decade. I mean, I, last time we played in Death Valley, it's 2008. So, 
been looking forward to doing this thing. I finally, you know, have the time and we're out of college. So somehow we have money. Uh, <laughs> you know, these things are, these things are just lining up and I've just been looking forward to this for a long time. And, and we're, we're going to be going to the game on Saturday. So uh, it's going to be my first Death Valley experience and I'll be sure to take a lot of pictures so I can send them to you and make them, make you jealous. Well, uh, hopefully uh, we're just now getting power and hey higher. So I should have a TV somewhere that I can watch it. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good. good so uh, if not if not i have to turn to fm radio uh but uh but uh no I, i'm pumped for you i mean missouri and a&m when they joined the conference that they, they stole this game from us back when we were in school um so uh they can they can all go go suck it and uh but i'm pumped that you're getting to go so uh, please make me jealous uh send all the and, and send some videos to the people too let them know what the atmosphere is like uh let let it, let us all know that uh that uh, we're we're better than they are. Uh let me tell you, depending on how many beers I drink, which will likely be a lot, uh <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably send a ton of videos out. So uh, everybody be following on Instagram, it's gonna get wild. Uh we might even get a bourbon street view before before the night is done on the New Orleans. So uh dude, I'm I'm pumped about it. It's gonna be fun. Uh, it's gonna be a battle and um yeah, I'll, I'll be make sure, making sure to make you jealous and making people jealous. Um, you have any more thoughts? I mean, I, I, we can do games of the week if you got time. Uh, if you got a couple, do a couple. Um, I've got to, uh, I've got to head on to work here in a little bit. So if you want to pick a couple, let's uh, let's do it. I it's, I got four. We can run through them real quick. All right. All right. So number seven, Washington plays at Oregon. Number seventeen, Washington's favored by three. Who do you got there? Oh. If it's at Eugene, I'm going with the Ducks. I think uh, they're they're after that Stanford game. I like I like the way they play. Um, I think it'll be a be a fun atmosphere. So I'm going Ducks. Yeah, I'm 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 with you on that. Same thing. Going with Oregon. Uh, number 22, Texas A&M plays at South South Carolina. South Carolina is favored by two. What do you think there? Uh, I'm gonna go with A&M. Uh, I think that uh, after that Kentucky win last week. Uh, Jimbo's kind of figuring some stuff out. I think we just we all just thought too highly of South Carolina. Yeah, no, I'm 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 completely with you. I really don't understand that line because they they should have lost to Missouri last weekend. So I'm gonna go with Tamu too. I think they're actually a pretty good football team. Uh, number fifteen, Wisconsin plays number twelve, Michigan. Uh, Michigan's favored by eight and a half. Who do you what do you think there? Uh, let's go with the Badges. I'm gonna go with uh go with the old Badgers. I think they've got a they've Wisconsin's always they're better than their they no one ever talks about them during the season and then they just kind of show up at the end and are just kind of in the conversation. So um, I'm gonna go with the Badgers because I just I kind of hate Michigan. So dang man, we're we're three for three right now. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Wisconsin <laughs> as well. Uh, so let's hope we have a differing opinion here on this last one. Uh, number 19, Colorado plays at USC. USC is favored by seven. What do you think there? Um, let's go. I mean, I, I'll go with the Trojans. Why not? Um, I mean, uh, that's, uh, I, I don't. I, I don't really know how Colorado's doing. And I don't really care. Um, so we'll just say the home field advantage works. So I was hoping you did. Did you pick the Trojans because you knew I was going to go with Colorado? That's what I was hoping. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, just so you know, Colorado is undefeated, and USC has uh, two losses. But also, I think USC might still be a better team. But I'm going to go with Colorado anyway. 
because <laughs> because the, the the buffaloes aren't they the buffaloes? Uh, I, they're undefeated, and I like I like their color scheme and their their uniforms are sweet. So I'm going with Colorado because Pac-12 football. I'm still I'm matter. still just I'm still just pissed at them for uh, for when that we lost to them. So that's oh, what I'm going off of. Yeah, damn it, forgot about that. <laughs> All right. Um, what do you think? Anything else you got to say before we sign off? Uh, thank y'all for bearing with us as we uh, we 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 uh, fight the elements and uh, and we finally I just got sunshine here and hey higher, um so things things are going well down here y'all just be safe but uh, let's expect a good football game this weekend I think it's gonna be it's gonna be fun and uh, I need you, I need you to travel safe I need you to I need you to get there okay so yes, y'all, you you y'all, y'all be safe and y'all have some fun for me hey you know I will man it's it's gonna be a fight I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a hell of a trip, and uh, go dogs. Dogs on top.